0: Hey guys, welcome to WDWNT Nerd Alert. I'm your host, Joe Hogarty, and joining me today is Charlie Hunter. Hello. Hi, everyone. Nice to be a guest. Always glad to have you on, Charlie. And Charlie is the creator of Rusted Junk, along with uh, Amanda Woodhead. Am That's I, right, yeah. Am I correct?
1: That's true. My, my encyclopedic knowledge of 80s films against her... Well, not... So, yeah, that's how it works. Works really well.
0: And what was the um, last
1: one that you did? <laughs> well, wow. it was the season six opener, uh, which this this uh, this season, the theme is sequels. Um, and one of the reasons I wanted to start Rusted Junk uh, up in the first place about five years ago, uh, I even started a website and even designed a website, if you can believe it. Um, I started with the film Jaws 3. It's such a happy place in my heart, despite the fact that everyone pretty much agrees it's awful um and the podcast reflected that so yeah we had a good time recording it
0: yeah and you did watch it in 3d
1: i watched it in 3d um unfortunately amanda couldn't watch it in 3d because it messed with her eyes so i'm I, she watches it downstairs in 2d while i'm watching it upstairs in in the 3d television in proper 3d and then we met up and i'm kind of like we don't tell each other any scores we only find them out on the podcast but yeah um Let's say they didn't tally,
0: and you watched them with the blue and red 3D glasses.
1: No, no, no. The actual so they they brought they reissued all the Jaws films in. Oh, okay. Uh, about five years ago, and and very kindly, over they oversaw a, th- a proper 3D uh, conversion, which is how I saw it in the cinema. So it was just um, it was a love letter to Jaws 3 fans, and I I happily accepted and read it.
0: Wait, wait, wait a minute. So, properly, when you saw it in the cinemas, mm. it was it wasn't blue and red glasses.
1: Oh, it, that was yeah, because they didn't have the technology that they do now.
0: Yeah, and no, I was, but it was empty. it
1: was sharp, it was clear. Um, okay, yeah, and uh, and subsequently, I mean, I don't want to certainly take up the podcast with 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 all of mine. Please go and listen. But the conversion that they did when you see it on the TV is awful. It makes no sense in 2D it makes very little sense and it doesn't translate to the TV at all.
0: It doesn't make much sense in uh TV Joe, without the story. Joe Joe, 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 Joe. No, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm still watching Jaws Revenge. Oh dear.
1: Well, then you know how bad a film can get then. So it just yeah, like d- Citizen Kane compared to that.
0: Yeah. I, I, I don't have an opinion yet cause I've only seen 10 minutes of it, but that's um, enough. But Keeping on the the path of Jaws, and I know you're a big Jaws fan. You recently saw Jaws in 3D. They reissued it.
1: I did. It was one week only, uh, one weekend only. Uh, The U.S. got it first uh, in early September, and then we got it first weekend of September, and then we got it a week later. Um, I tried to see it in IMAX. Logistically, I couldn't because the the IMAX, the the big IMAX is in London, and it's hard to get to because I think we had train strikes that day. Uh, But yeah, I did see it in 3D locally. and it was wonderful. Uh, it w- it was very good. I remember coming out of Avatar and seeing Avatar for the first time. I mean, Avatar is, good Lord, 13 years ago now. Um, and coming out, and I remember Amanda turning to me and going, wow, the 3D was amazing. What Would you, would you ever go and see Jaws if they put it in 3D? And I just remember saying, absolutely not. What a travesty. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't retrofit a film. Surprisingly, it's 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 great. It's not intrusive. It's not made for 3D, but it's not intrusive. Um, a real treat for those that manage, for listeners that did manage to go and see it. Um, don't worry. There's now a 3D print of Jaws out there. I'm sure with the 50th anniversary coming up in, what, two and a half years. Um, yeah, I'm sure lots of lots of goodies will be released.
0: Yeah, well, that's cool. How many times have you seen Jaws? I know you've seen it a lot.
1: Currently. I know. We know. a bit... People that have heard me talk about this before go, what a sad little man. And, you know, I get that. I understand it. 339 times. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I really need to watch it again to, to round it off to 340. It, no, it, he... the, 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 the bulk of the 300 came somewhere between sort of 1983 to sort of 1991. That's not a lot, really. It's, you're just watching it every 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 other week oh,
0: not... so, so you would go to the theaters like when it was no
1: no 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 I, oh, didn't, you... see J- I didn't see jaws in the theaters and uh, properly in the theater for the first time VHS. until 20 no until 2020 no, sorry till 2010 the first time I saw it anyway Joe this is I, I would love to talk all things jaws this is your podcast you kindly invited me on to I would I, I would recommend go and listen to if you want to start with the podcast, start with season six and work your way back through your favorites. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about all things Disney and all things news, newsworthy,
0: newsworthy.
1: I won't be Jack. I can't be Jack. I can't be Federer. Those, those, oh, those two are incredible, incredible. But I can be me. So, yes.
0: Oh, and before we start, I, I wanted to explain why... I'm doing this with Charlie. We're actually doing this on a Sunday morning, and usually we do it Thursday nights with Jack and Fedra, but due to the hurricane that was blowing our way last week, uh, we had to cancel the podcast. Fedra is without power still. Wow. So hopefully she'll get her power oh, hope, back. I
1: hope, 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 she's, hope she's okay. I hope everyone's okay.
0: Yeah, and I've spoken to her a couple of times. She's fine. She's actually She actually came over on Thursday... She was thinking about doing the podcast with me here since she had no power. Wow, so, her life yeah, well, kind of live. Well, it would be recorded, <laughs> <laughs> but um, what happened was that we ended up, she didn't see She Hulk, she didn't see Andor. So, uh, Julie and her boyfriend, and and I and Fedra, we ended up watching two episodes of She Hulk, and uh. We'll get to that in a little all bit.
1: All that all that way to watch two episodes of She Hulk. I mean, what's what, what could be worse? Three episodes potentially.
0: Anyway. Well, it's always fun with her though. We had we had a good time though. We had great conversations and uh it it was she she's she's a very, very sweet girl. I, I that's all I can say. It's like again, if you guys ever get the chance, if you wanna meet one of the nicest persons ever. I would email her because she has just got such a big heart. Oh, she is. She's great. Like my mother is staying in town mm-hmm. and uh, she was late because she was looking for flowers for my mother. And instead, she bought a gourmet coffee. And uh, again, that's the type of person she is. She's already bought my Christmas present. Like two uh, months ago, she bought my Christmas present. <laughs> you know, it's uh, she's just a very thoughtful person, a very good person. Hmm with a very good heart yes can't say the same thing about jack no i'm kidding.
1: oh come on don't be like that jack's, <laughs> jack's got a big heart
0: no i'm kidding no, he, he's he's a very good guy too anyway. I, wish
1: I, his, I wish i had his knowledge for she-hulk which i will which i will try
0: well that we actually get to she-hulk well actually that would probably make it worse you know, for well, you i think it,
1: I think it might
0: <laughs> worse worse Joe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well we'll get to that all right, let's get into the big news so the big news is ryan reynolds released a teaser i, I think i don't know if it was on his twitter or TikTok or whatever instagram but uh he was telling us the, of the progress of deadpool 3 and that they were having some issues um that they wanted to make it the best movie since this will be his first time in the mcu and at the very end he says that uh well we could do something that we had in mind and he said hugh do you want to play wolverine one last time and hugh jackman was in the room and said yeah sure why not you know and and (laughs) even though that wasn't like a a, i would say a real teaser i just blew me away I, i would say for this year, maybe the last few years, I would say the last five years, this is the first time I have ever got excited about anything, you know, because I did not see that coming. I mean, no. it, it's a dream thing, but that it's going to be reality, it's its great.
1: Oh, uh, absolutely. I can tell you, you, you passed the video on to me. I then showed Amanda. She didn't have any clue about it she watched this and at the end of it she she stood up from the couch and she clapped her hands and cheered and and i was like wow if that's replicated over everywhere else this is a at least a billion dollar movie
0: see now she's lucky i wish i would have seen that like that not knowing that he was going to appear at that and and i would say the majority of people that have seen that video already said it's like Hugh Jackman is back as Wolverine. Check this out. Yeah, you know, like in the description, I would have loved to just seen Ryan Reynolds giving an update on Deadpool three, and then be surprised like yeah. that. Yeah, so yeah, she is very, very fortunate. That's kind of like, you know, no, I am your father from Empire Strikes <laughs> Back. <laughs> well, well I mean, steady
1: old Jeremy. You know I mean? Yeah, but yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. I, I, I like, I genuinely like the two of them with the, the healthy rivalry they've got, you know, inviting Ryan Reynolds over for, and you've got to wear a Christmas jumper or dress like an elf or something like that. And then he tells everyone, don't do it. And Ryan Reynolds comes dressed as an elf. Um, and just basically this, uh, there's there's a, there's a, one where they, they agree to make adverts for each other's products. Hugh for his, um, Hugh's coffee company that he's got and Ryan's aviation gin. And they make a they they agree to make a um, advert for each other. Ryan Reynolds goes first, makes this wonderful advert about how he cares about the environment and coffee and you know everything like that. And then cuts back to, <laughs> cuts back to the two of them and Hugh's like, Oh, I thought you were joking. And then he plays his advert and it's basically him going, Ryan Reynolds is a expletive and just pouring the aviation gin down the toilet. Um so it cuts to a, a awkward awkward thing between them but it's all scripted and it's all well it's all so well done so i am really glad really glad to see th- th- these two iconic characters on screen together i cannot wait
0: you know it's uh i never knew that they had such a great friendship mm-hmm. i must have been living in a cave right but it it does sound like according to you and and others that they have been really really good friends throughout the years I, I know he's mocked Wolverine. Well, he first showed up in what is it? Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine as Deadpool. And he was very good in that, mm. except that they ruined the character when they finally did make him Deadpool. Mm. Uh and they said so sure that will shut. be
1: referenced. <laughs> sure there'll be many things referenced in that in that film. That's a bit that is a nailed on billion dollar film.
0: I would say so too. I, yeah. I I was talking to my nephew about it, you know, he had notified me about it. Dan had notified me about it. other other people had notified me about it. And um, I said that I will guarantee one thing, no matter what, this movie is not going to suck. It might not be the best movie ever, but mm. it it's not going to suck. It's absolutely. I, I hope that Disney just gives them free reign to do whatever the hell they want to do and that they don't hold them back and you know, push them to place products or create another character that they want to have a spin-off movie series with or a series on Disney Plus. Just let them be them. Let them write a good story. Let them have a good re- interactions with each other. And I think it's great because the one thing with Hugh Jackman that I love about him is that he loves the character Wolverine. I've always seen that. He would play Wolverine, I, 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 maybe not for no money, but for, like, uh, like scale. He, you can tell that he really, really loves that character. And I mm-hmm. think that there is nobody, nobody, no other superhero character, no Star Wars character that embraces their character as much as Hugh Jackman does Wolverine. And I was going back to that. Even Christopher Reeve, who I think is an incredible Superman. Hmm. I think he also felt he was held back by being Superman because he was more of an actor and he wanted to do his own thing. And I mean, you can name anyone in the Marvel universe and I would say for the majority of how they feel, it's more about money and uh, they like doing it, but no one loves doing it like Hugh Jackman does. Hmm. Like I, I think of Ben Affleck, Ben, Ben Affleck when he was Batman and I, you know, I think he was a decent Batman, but he was, he easily walked away from it because he didn't get respect as an actor for it. And that's, that's how I see, that's why I'm so happy for Hugh Jackman. Cause I could tell, like I'd seen him in interviews after Logan and Logan was, was killed at, at the end of, of Logan. Hmm. That he was very sad, and that he was never going to play that character again, and they were probably going to recast Wolverine for the MCU eventually. And it's really nice that he's able to come back and play it. They said one last time. I don't know if that's going to be the case. We might see him. Maybe He's getting, on, he's
1: getting on a bit, Joe.
0: I know, but Wolverine gets on a bit too. <laughs> you know, Wolverine <laughs> is. He can play him old. Like Logan was really supposed to be old man Logan. He didn't look that old. And even in the trailer or the teaser trailer, he looks okay. He looks, he definitely looks older, but he still, I'd say he could play maybe, how old, do you know how old he is? Oh, it must be mid 50s. Must be. I got to check this out. Mid 50s? Yeah, I would think so. Hugh Jackman, yeah. Uh, Hugh I would Jack- say so. Hugh Jackman age. Usually is... Amanda
1: does this on our podcast. He just like looks things up. You're right. Damn it. am I? What, what, well, I'm, I'm really wrong, Joe. What, what is he?
0: 53. Ooh. He there still could play him though.
1: Well, I, I, absolutely. 100%. But, but there is a finite limit on this. There's only so much
0: special effects you <laughs> can do and and jumpy, you know, like how old was how old was Roger Moore when he finished James Bond in his eighties?
1: Well, yeah, it's, yeah, but then, uh, well, yeah, but we talked about James, James Bond you and I separately plenty of times. Roger Moore isn't really. I mean, he's all right, you know. You got a he's couple okay. of good ones. Yeah, a couple of good ones. Is there Timothy Dalton? <sighs>
0: but, then,
1: yeah. but then, but then, who is? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm genuinely looking forward to this. Uh, this would be a day one going to the cinema. This would be special occasion. Everything. I, d- I, I watched the Batman on my own. I didn't take Amanda. Uh, she wasn't interested. She dodged. She dodged such a bad film. So yeah, she's th- that was three hours of her life. She did get back because she never gave it. Um, uh, she didn't come to see Spider Man No Way Home, but she did like that. And then when we started watching Doctor Strange, which I went to the cinema to see again on my own, um, she, after half an hour she went, "Is this film going to do anything? Because it's just annoying me." And so she turned it off. Um, so if you're if you've got if that is that's not really a typical cinema goer, it's not a typical Marvel person because previously we went to every Marvel film as soon as it opened, especially if it was Iron Man. Oh, dreamy Iron Man, according
0: to to Amanda. But well, you you the, guys have. Yeah. An obsession with Robert Downey Jr. I
1: don't. uh, Is that you? Wait a minute. I have an obsession with Robert Downey Jr., the proper actor. You know, two girls and a guy, you know, Robert Downey Jr. Chances are that sort of Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man, he's all right. It's great. Um, did Did I love watching the films? Absolutely. Is he the best Avenger? No. Is he a superhero? Absolutely not. He's got no superpowers. He's got nothing. Without his suit, he's nothing. So that doesn't saying, make him a superhero. And he's certainly not the best one. I don't care if he clicked or not. He's not the best one.
0: I'm just saying you've introduced me to Robert Downey Jr. movies I never knew existed.
1: Well, I'm, cl- I'm happy that I have guided you through that tempestuous path,
0: because there are some duds. Not that I've watched them, but I'm just oh, right. saying.
1: <laughs> you've taken my advice on board and prom- promptly ignored it.
0: No, but uh, I know I, I you, you've you watched
1: them. I have, yeah, of course. Yeah. Two girls and a guy. Is uh, if you can get that and watch that, it stars uh, Heather Heather Graham, uh, Annie from Twin Peaks, or yeah, she's cute, Big Bo- Biggie Nights, and Robert Downey Jr. and I can't remember the other girl, uh, the other Marcia, Marcia somebody, but anyway, there's just three of them. Oh, there's there's four people in the whole thing. It's based on the play. It's wonderful. It's great.
0: No, right, you say and so. Robert Downey
1: Jr. is great in it. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with Val Kilmer. Wonderful.
0: Was that good? I I never seen that.
1: Very good. Very good. Val Kilmer is just incredible in that.
0: Is there a James Bond reference in that?
1: Uh, I believe so. Yes, I believe so. But it's like a murder. It's like a murder mystery. Who done it? Hollywood film noir comedy. It's just great.
0: No, because I'm a check this out. I mean, I'm a big James Bond fan and John Barry. I, I was a big fan of his music. For of James course. Bond. That yeah. was one of his scores for one of the movies. It was called Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang.
1: That's right. They, they, um, from Russia with, was it Russia, Russia with the future in that? I don't know. It might have been.
0: It was definitely one of Connery's, but, uh, yeah. I, I don't remember which one it was.
1: Hmm.
0: But getting back to Deadpool 3. So it's, uh, it's coming out in 2024. I don't know. Hopefully I'll be alive by then. Uh, late to 2024, too, which kind of sucks.
1: Plenty of time to get it right.
0: Well, here's, yeah, that's a good one piece
1: of advice. Do not introduce the multiverse. Just leave it alone. The multiverse has spoilt so many good ideas. You should be used sparingly, like salt in a casserole. Use it sparingly. Don't just chuck the whole rock salt thing in and hope that it improves the flavor. It doesn't. It rarely doesn't.
0: Well, that's that's good advice, but I (laughs) don't know if they're going to follow your advice, Charlie, in order to get him in there. Uh, I would hope that be the case. Actually, I was going to ask you. Well, actually, I'll tell you from the second trailer. Now, you'd seen the second teaser trailer Mm. where you see the two of them on the couch Mm. and they're about to reveal exactly how Logan is in Deadpool 3. Because he says, like Ryan Reynolds, like he is dead. He goes from that movie. We're not changing that. He definitely died. That's it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, but we do have an idea. And then they start playing "Wham." Wake me up before you go go.
1: Oh while wow, they're explaining. Yeah, okay. I, I missed that. I just thought it was all part of the fun.
0: Um, he, does exist, sh-
1: he does exist. He does exist in. He does exist at the time. Reference to X Men First Class, where James McAvoy is uh, as the Patrick Stewart. Oh, I've forgotten the name, Professor Professor X.
0: Oh, um, yeah, he goes to same. Wolverine
1: in the bar and says, "Yeah, hi. Do you want to join?" And Wolverine tells him where to go and do one,
0: impolitely. Um, Michael Fassbender. So,
1: yeah, so they they exist in the same in this time.
0: Well, yeah, if it, is, if it takes place a couple of years before, I mean, that's possible. Hmm. But I kind of wonder if they're giving us a clue with the Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. I wonder if it's a dream.
1: Oh, dear. Last time Wake Me Up was used in Marvel. That song was in the Promising Moonlight, Moon Knight, which then descended into... Complete dross, unfortunately.
0: What are you talking about? What, what was, wait, when wait was when Wake me I up used? before
1: you go go. You know when he's trying to escape in the ice cream van.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I thought stop you said. Using,
1: you... Stop using that song. <laughs> stop enough.
0: I thought you said Moonlighting.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, now that now would I rather watch Moonlighting on repeat or one more episode of Moonlight? Bruce Willis and Silver Shepherd all the way.
0: Yeah. Although that was my favorite episode of uh, Moon Knight when he was yes, in the truck. Very good. Very good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's possible that they're going to do something. It's going to either be multiverse or will take place in the past. Or like I said, it could be a dream for, you know, what would be really, really, really cool. Is if they brought the Hulk into it and we got to see Wolverine face the Hulk. I would love to just see. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in costume in the yellow and blue costume going off against the savage will, you know, the green Hulk that doesn't speak perfect English. That's dumb as a, a bag of rocks and they're in Canada and they're just beating the crap out of each other. And then Deadpool shows up.
1: So you know, this is the, this is the problem, Joe. You've now got two years over two years of excitement, to 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 put all of these wonderful thoughts into your head about how it could be and, and everything else, you'll end up with, oh, I wonder if Doctor Strange is going to come in for the final episode of WandaVision? Uh, no, I wonder if Mephisto is going to come in? Uh, no, what's going to happen? Nothing much. All I'm saying is, Joe, curb your enthusiasm.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good point. I mean, I'll say by next week, I'll I won't even be thinking of Deadpool three. But right now, it's it's fresh, and uh, I am excited about it. I'm it's, excited, yeah. And I, I do hope that, well, early next year, we get some a better teaser trailer, see him in authentic costume. And, you know, the, the two of them, one thing about the two of them, those guys look great. They get in really good shape when they play those characters. I mean, I mm. can't even imagine, you know, what those two are going to look like.
1: Well, we'll find out.
0: I, I was going to say, which I was shocked that is, you know, doing some research on this. So the two Deadpool movies have been the most successful X Men movies out of all of them.
1: <laughs> really?
0: Yeah. They, well, they you're each... up against
1: X Men: Last Stand. That that included James McAvoy.
0: Yeah, all of them. Wow. Uh, they each made around eight hundred million dollars each. Deadpool one and Deadpool two. And wow. I don't know what the other ones made, but you know, the, the X-Men movies. Well,
1: then I take it back, Joe, it might be billion and a half. It, it might just, you know, just, just be fanciful just for a moment. It might be Endgame. game.
0: Oh, it could be. I, I think it, it will top Spider-Man no way home. Yeah. First of all, COVID will be long gone. You know, people will be going back in the theaters and they're, they're going to be looking for event movies. This is an event movie to see because everybody loved Wolverine. Like he was their favorite X-Men in, in the movies anyway. And he's a fan favorite with the comics, too. But just to see him come back with Deadpool and they neither one of them get along. So it's, it's going to be just, you know, you know, Deadpool is just going to annoy the hell out of him throughout the whole movie. And I'm sure he's going to be stabbing him multiple times. Wolverine's going to stab Deadpool. It, <laughs> yeah. it, it should be really good. I just hope that they don't mess it up with some weird casting or uh, introduce a villain. Oh, they they already did mess it up. Uh, Dan had notified me of this. Uh, Wong is going to be in it.
1: Oh God, I've had enough of Wong.
0: Yeah, why? Why? <laughs> it, it's a, I. I call this. They're they're making him into the new nick fury of the mcu and he does not have the charisma or the personality no,
1: no absolutely not nick fury is a, is a classic character wong is not what wong's just a side it's a side character that they're trying to promote into so the don't no
0: nick fury all the way yeah <laughs> all right so so we got time before this comes out so let's let's just dream for a little bit okay i was going to mention something kind of quick i was uh reading this i don't i don't have notes on this really but the blade movie seems to be in trouble have have you heard this it it is
1: it's it's in so what i heard was there's 90 pages there's a 90 page script out there of which the directors left citing um because it's a PG-13, thir- Blade is not a PG-13, right? Blade is mm. 18, right? Or however you call it. Do you call R. it N- NC-17? No, something? we call it R. Well, um, so it's an R-rated, but Disney are trying to retrofit Blade into this. The script apparently has two action scenes which which aren't spectacular. Mm. Um, uh, I, 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 Would I... Would I watch, I mean, we're gonna come on and we're gonna talk about two two, you know, um Disney shows. Do I get enthused um about a new blade series? Yes. The actor uh is apparently is incredible. I haven't seen anything, but everybody universally agrees he's very good. No, I love him. Yeah, exactly. So th- here we go. So we're we're all agreed on that, that the the the, the blade is right. If, you, if the writers suddenly decide to do what they've done with, spoiler alert, with She-Hulk, then you make you make it into this whatever... It is a product of whatever it is, as Mark Kermode famously says. So you're basically just saying, here's, here's, a, here's a kid's version of a Blade, and what is the point? And if you've got writers that are letting the side down, with a good director, good actor, all of these other things in a row. Kevin Feige announces it. I'm very, very happy about this. It's this gonna be really cool and all this sort of thing. And if the writers are letting letting it down, then don't do it.
0: Yeah, they should be very concerned after Morbius. You know, yeah, where they tried to do that crap with Morbius. Uh yeah, I I I am not really looking forward to a new Blade series. The only reason that got me excited was yeah, the actor. Mar- like Martialy Ali I know I'm getting his first name wrong but no he's he's just such a great actor and uh, I I really really enjoy his work um but he's kind of annoyed and he's not happy with what's been going on there has been a lot of problems behind the scenes with the movie and he he wasn't happy with the script and again like you said it was like 90 pages there were two action scenes and I don't know who the director is now that uh, that's come on, but I know the writer is one of the writers from X-Men 97, the animated series that, that they're rebooting mm. the, the new series. And I heard he's a train wreck. This guy is going to be pushing social issues out the wazoo. Uh, for, right. X-Men 97 does. I, I'm definitely concerned about it that they hired him to write it. Cause he even said, I think it was last week that he wants to introduce current themes and issues that this country is dealing with into the animated series, which makes no sense since it's called X-Men 97. It's not X-Men 22. So, but he's just another one of those people that feels that it's more important to push, agenda and social issues instead of telling a good story. And I think that that's going to happen with blade too. Um, My only hope, and this is really, and maybe it's because of me, maybe it's because of my, my positive thoughts that have been pushed into the universe is that they cancel this movie and that Marshali Ali, Ali, they use him to become the new T'Challa for Black Panther three. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, no, no no problem. No problems there.
0: Yeah. That would be a dream come true, but you're not going to get it. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of friction going on there, you know, it played and, and he might, might, maybe he'll walk. I, 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 that would be so great. Even Kevin Feige, I think he said recently, uh, they had addressed the whole thing with T'Challa being gone. And he said, at the time it, it was the right thing to do. So maybe he's reconsidering that, you know, especially after Wakanda Forever comes out and, and if it bombs, they're gonna realize that they have to bring him back in some way. Hmm. Although they they they're probably going to destroy it because it seems like there's going to be like a 20-minute funeral scene, you know. So uh hopefully that they never found the body and Maybe they can go on from. It's there. just the same
1: funeral scene that they should have had at the start of Rise of Skywalker for, for Leia.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. They should have done. Right. Let's get that out of the way. She'd be very sorely missed. She's very well loved. Everything else, but let's let's now not base the movie on conversations that she previously had. It it that was not a good look. But then the whole film's a complete mess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We try not to think about that. For now, anyway. Anyway, so hopefully, uh, like I said, the, the, my thoughts will come to fruition, and we'll see him in Black Panther three. You heard it here first. Well, you Always, always one with the skip Joe. Yep. All right, so let's get into She Hulk. So I've been watching every episode. I don't know. Have you watched every episode? Of every really? episode. Have you really? Yeah. I have. With such disdain that oh, you were watching, just,
1: just, like, just, I, I'm, I'm watching it out, out of some sort of masochistic sort of self-flagellation on it. I just, I, 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 I hope that it's going to take a different direction, and maybe in some weird kind of world, I didn't watch Kenobi. I haven't watched Loki. Uh, I didn't watch. Um, uh, the rest of Moon Knight just gave up on it. So maybe there's in some twisted way when we get into it, you're going to go, Well, you must like it because you're still watching it. Um, no, I'm just wondering where the heck this series can go next because the depths, the depths that it reaches of sheer banality and, Oh, it's just, where would you go next? I don't, I, we haven't even started talking about it, but I'm happy. To, I'm happy to start because, well, I know we. I know we're talking about. It. Well, yeah.
0: I'm just saying because that you're hoping that it gets better for you. There's only two I, episodes left.
1: Well, I just. Who is this show aimed at? Because it's not aimed at me.
0: No, no, I, it's, I would, it's
1: not. It's not for me. So, who's it for?
0: I would say it's aimed for women more. Yeah. wine, uh, but men, wine men can still soccer enjoy moms.
1: it. Yeah. Wine soccer moms. They're they're, re- they're writing it. They're watching it. <laughs> That's
0: is that, it. We, is that Everyone we else have, is around. What is a, a wine we, we soccer have gin, mom?
1: We have gin mom. We have gin mums. So, you know, it's, it's gin o'clock. It's Friday. It's five o'clock. It's gin o'clock. Okay, was Jimmy yeah, but- like every, every every night in some of their uh, some of their houses?
0: But what is wine soccer moms? Is this like when is it like kids soccer? Oh, when they take, or yeah, is-
1: they, where they take you know on a Saturday you can see the usual suspects. I mean we do it with Amy with ballet. Not that Amanda is anything like
0: what. Oh, you drink? You bring
1: alcohol? <laughs> when you no, no 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 no. What I'm saying is they would they would drop little Jimmy off at at oh, okay. you know, soccer practice or you know whatever rugby or. Or something like that and then they all talk Go, oh yeah it's great do you want to get around do you want to come around tonight and you know oh it'll be great we'll do each other's nails and uh, right okay and then they all get together it's just people that have fascinating a strange fascination with gin gin is a wonderfully wonderfully delightfully um british drink but people that go oh i've done this with gin oh we need to come over and i'll crush some elderberries and uh, just, anyway it's these those type of people, and it's the type of people I don't tend to um, associate myself with. Um, I like down to earth people who just like um, no pretension, just like get drunk. <laughs> yeah, as long as they get drunk, well, you know, as long as they you know, you get drunk and you reminisce, and then you design a quiz, and then, yeah, there's loads of things. My okay. recent fiftieth was wonderful because I had people exactly like that around me. And we all had a great time and I I made the quiz of all quizzes and it was great. But anyway, this is you and me, right? (laughs) I told you it was going to be different when you get Jack Jack or Federer on. It's going to be different with me because we go off into a tangent. Why I'm talking about my 50th and running quizzes and drinking gin and getting drunk. It's it's just come from one small thing we talked about from She-Hulk. It is meant for that audience to bring it back onto track. It is meant for man-hating women of a particular uh, particular persuasion the start of of uh, this latest episode was one of the most embarrassing things i've ever seen committed to tv and you know what an extensive I- I- extensive knowledge of tv that i've got i mean i've watched head of the class you know i've watched i've watched some real you know i, I which i genuinely love most people say that's a pretty stinker nobody watched that despite the fact it got 7 seasons but it got 7 seasons it got 7 seasons it holy did, yeah. crap i know yes <laughs> yes um what 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 was this it was just who acts like that i mean who really do people still act like that cuz that's that feels like a sort of like 90s style thing and she's oh she's this strong confident Oh, she's, oh, she's great. But then she's sitting there waiting for the man to phone. And of course, and of course he doesn't. And of course he's letting her down. And the big reveal at the end, oh, he's a bad guy. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I didn't see that coming. Not. as uh, Oh, no, we saw that
0: coming in the previous episode at the wedding. (sighs) Right. I mean, you, you always have to be aware. I'm sorry. Like when a gorgeous hot girl comes up to me and she starts, you know, trying to hook up with me and i'm like she's after something you know because like i'm not that you know great of a god or anything like that and she should have that in her mind too uh i i, I asked, honestly think like remember the first episode where she was questioning bruce whether or not oh,
1: S- the steve, him. yeah yeah
0: well no and whether or not steve was a virgin oh, captain obje- America
1: objectifying oh yeah of course it fits the mold doesn't it objectifying I, men
0: Yes, cool. No, but I think she is one, you know, and this was her first time because, you know, she didn't know to let him into the her apartment and all that. And I think that that's why she was so upset that this was her first time. And again, you know, it's like, I'm sorry, but she's really nothing to look at. You know, uh, you you, this is a this is part of why I like the show is that, yeah, you know, she as she helps, she's a little too perfect. But as Jen, she's an idiot at times. She she she's very book smart, but she lacks common sense.
1: Yeah. Like we we know a lot of people like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I do too. And that she couldn't see that this guy was after something and that was playing her. You know, she's an idiot. And that she was so obsessed with her phone and for him to respond to her text. Um it's just, I, I kind of like her in a way because again, I don't like perfect characters. She's not perfect because, mm. and, and she's surrounded by F-ups like every person in her life are idiots, her family, the people she works with the criminals that she hangs out with. And, and I've said this before. It reminds me a little bit of Larry David because although a lot of people think that Larry, you know, is, is the, um, not the antagonist in his show. It's the people around him. Like if they were normal, he'd be normal. But it's basically his reaction to how people, re- you know, react to him, or or how or he's yeah. responding to them, and that's what she's doing too. Except she's more silent about it. Um, like the previous episode with the the wedding party Ugh, and all dear that.
1: Me. Do, 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 can you just fathom for a moment? We're sitting here talking about a Marvel show where nothing happens. Oh, the wedding, the the episode, what wedding episode? Oh, the episode where she went to a wedding. Joe, this is a Marvel show. Can we have some, can we have some stuff happening in it? Rather than Jen goes to a wedding and the next episode, Jen waits for Jen goes to retreat the next episode. What's she going to do next week? Are we going to see a baking? Are we going to see a like create a casserole or what? what 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 next what mundane thing can we see this wonderful character and and this is where i need this is where i said at the start we need jack and i know he's talked about it before but jack we really do with your encyclopedic knowledge and the only thing that i can do is wikipedia the she-hulk we've got introduced in 1980 the savage she-hulk Ooh, doesn't that sound like a like a good um a good episode arc to to the sensational she-hulk wow Civil War, she represents Tony Stark in in the Superhero Registration Act. And wow, Um, World War Hulk, yes, sign me up, sign me up. Don't make a show about Jennifer Walters going to a wedding when you've got a wealth of material. And that's where it comes back to, and I will be silent after this, it comes back to you are writing this for a specific audience that specific audience does not want to see anything to do with world war she hulk or anything else to do with that they want to see her crying into a crying into a wine and finding her in a piece that's it
0: and that's what they've got well this this is why i like it and i finally realized after probably five or six episodes this is a sitcom you know it's not a, a marvel or an MCU character that that we're going to learn a lot about. This is just her in a sitcom. She's a superhero in a sitcom, like a, and it's somewhat of a, of a comedy. You have to look at it that way. But would and you say an
1: I, Iron Man sitcom?
0: No, you know, and well, like I talked to this uh, with somebody recently. I forget who it was. When Was you? I think it was you. It's was a it Spider Man. Did you mention Spider? Oh, I don't know if it was you or Jack or somebody you know, just too
1: popular, you can't remember.
0: You're I know, I know. and I'm getting old, yeah. I can't remember who I'm talking to either. <laughs> I'll
1: go but, with popular, joke. it's fine.
0: But yeah, but it, it's like, uh, would we want to see Spider-Man in a situation like that, where you know he lives in an apartment complex and he meets all these crazy people, and then maybe within the last three minutes, he turns into Spider-Man and, and jumps out the window and goes after a burglar. No, we wouldn't want to see that. It, it would be annoying to us, but I'm okay. Cause I'm not invested in She-Hulk, I guess like other people, like if you're a huge She-Hulk fan and she's your favorite Marvel character, this show sucks for you. Yep. But if you're not, I'm like, it's kind of fun at times. It's uh, it's goofy fun. Not every episode is good, you know, but not every episode is bad. I, I think it's watchable like where I would never watch, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier again. Like, what's the best... What would you consider the best uh, MCU series on Disney+, Plus? although you haven't Mm. seen that many? Mm. Maybe Hawkeye or...
1: Uh, As Andrew Dice Clay would say, I'm drawing a uh, flipping blank.
0: Uh, No, but there's just a lot that have, have come out. Like you said, Loki... Falcon and the Winter Soldier, WandaVision. You get Vision. burned too often, Joe. You just don't bother going.
1: If, but if, this you drink one, from, if you drink from the well and the well makes you sick, you are less inclined to drink from the well.
0: But this is, usually these episodes are about 20 minutes long. They're small bite-sized pieces. And I wouldn't mind watching these over again. Like it's... Oh, Joe. Well, no, but when I let me clarify that. I would rather watch an episode of this than watch WandaVision you know, or any other Marvel series that's been out because like Like again, it's fun. It's like, I watch Seinfeld all the time and I've seen those episodes so many times, but they're quick. You yeah. Know, they're, they're, I'm
1: rewatching cheers, uh, but the, yeah. the same thing. And he suddenly realized I start, I know all this dialogue because I've watched it and it, and it means it meant so much to me. And that's bite size. That's 20 odd minutes.
0: Yeah. It's nowhere. The She-Hulk is, not in the same level as cheers no, no. but the, you know you're wasting,
1: you're wasting a character you're yeah. do, doesn't I, I usually like a bit more i am paraphrasing a famous thing i usually like a bit more she hulk in my uh she hulk this true there's, there's not a lot in it
0: yeah and i don't understand like at times she's she hulk at times she's jen like especially in the courtroom because they did hire her specifically because they wanted she hulk to represent their firm and i i know that there was an episode. Was it when she was representing Blonsky, or or was it that she was suing uh, to ti- uh, t- t- Titania? You know, over the or or Titania was suing her over oh can copyright. I, can
1: I raise something? Which I I I am a weekly avid, as you know, avid listener to your podcast, uh,
0: which I usually
1: uh, listen to while I'm swimming. Um, and every week since the first episode where you talk about She Hulk. I'm kind of like metaphorically screaming um, at, at you going, can somebody raise this point at the end of episode one of She-Hulk? Titania, Titania, whatever her name is, mm. um, t- bursts into the courtroom, blows the thing apart. and I'm here for revenge. I'm here for boom. Right. It, episode two onwards, everyone's forgotten that wait a minute, you caused criminal damage. You caused criminal damage to a courtroom. I'm sure there are charges for interrupting a court process, contempt of court, lots of different things. And everything's just been swept aside. And I'm like, did everyone remember the end of that episode? Did everyone watch the same thing I did? Because she's suddenly treated as this like superstar where she should be behind bars. Am I, am I, am I right?
0: No, you're right, but it's the writers. It's kind of like The Simpsons, and I think they addressed that in The Simpsons, like where somebody can have like a, a major fight with somebody and then the next episode, they're all fine. I, I think the writers just don't care.
1: I, I, well, I, 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 and there you are, Joe. There, there you are. They don't care. Yeah, well, it's like I, Disney with its scorched earth policy. It doesn't care the dross that it puts out. It's no, not bothered about feedback, reviews, Anything to do with that, it is just we have our mission and and the mission is, you know, it's like Clint Eastwood in Heartbreak Ridge, that it's the goal rather than how you get there.
0: Well, I, I think it's the whole thing. If this was a perfect show, this would be a blend of comedy, entertainment, and accuracy towards the comic book, but it's not, you know. Mm-hmm. they They're not really bothering that much with the comic book. I guess they were just like, like you said, we want you to write this show for soccer moms. And some people are going to have a laugh at it and others won't, but this is what we want to do. And then that's what they decided to do. It's again, everybody's not going to pray that she Hulk is in the next Avengers movie. It's like, if she's there, that's fine. If she's not, that's fine too. Yeah.
1: And it's a sort of meh. Can I just raise one thing? Cause I know we're probably drawing to an end on the, on the she Hulk. Um, I'd like to start. Well, we've got we've been into. Haven't <laughs> we didn't we discussed... even get to the episode? All <laughs> oh, right, okay. Well, okay. Could, could, could before we get into the episode, ugh, um, <laughs> can I can I can I highlight um, something? Because I just think it's um, I listen I listen to a, a podcast by a guy called James Denningpole, and he's mostly political, mostly you know the world the world that we are. Um, he recently did one about a, few, a couple of weeks ago with Ethan Van Skyver. Does that name ring a bell to you, Joe? Or nope. At this, at, point, at this point, Jack's going. Oh, yeah. What's where? Where's Charlie going to go with this? He basically he worked for DC Comics in um, in the two thousands. Uh, he drew Green Lantern and the Flash, um, and basically became part of um, uh, Comicsgate, Gate, um, which is where the comic world, as they say, got infiltrated by woke writers, and they started to change the characters. And basically, he got told, you know, do change the characters or else you know um make it a certain way the the objective is and again i'm only speaking just i'm not speaking on behalf of anything in particular i'm just relaying what what the 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 main thing was which because i think it's pertinent to she-hulk he points out that when you when you if you can't make up a character on your own and you can't create a character then you infiltrate an existing one and change it around So, so obviously characters you know, become uh, different. Um, uh, different. Uh, uh, they change the ethnicity. They change the gender. They change the the. the you know, the sexual orientation, whatever, a, a, into the character, and then say, "Here, there you go. It's just as good as the as as before." And then when people reject it, they go, "Well, you must be racist, homophobic, and you must be whatever else because you don't like the thing that we've done for you." Um, he points out that all of the male characters. They wanted to draw them in a certain way, so that when male readers read them, they they needed to behave in a certain way, which is the demasculation of men. And I think that this show typifies yet another example of Disney going exactly the, the same direction.
0: Yeah, yeah, you might have a point, especially with this episode. I will say, when you see that the men that are in this episode are. What's the word I can use? Would with be without being too offensive. Cream puffs, I'll say. Um,
1: well, one way of putting it, yeah.
0: But I also feel like they're an equal opportunity offender, where they actually go after women too. And I've seen that in a couple episodes, especially the wedding episode, where that girl was just an annoying bee. and uh, you know everybody just all the women that were in the bridal party looked down at Jen. Uh, like they treated her like the ugly duckling. And in the the previous episode too, with, uh, what was her name? Oh, Madison with a Y, you know, that was making fun of, of girls, you know, drunk girls that only care about partying and, and watching TV all day. I, I just feel like they're for the most part, I think they're uh, an equal opportunity offender. That's great. I-
1: if you're going to write that and you're going to give people an object derision to, to go, Hey, look at this person. At least you're not them. Then you you are by your very nature, holding yourself up to be somebody who is a role model. And Jen Walters is not a role model.
0: No, it, but she does come off as an idiot. Cause like when we see Jen, it's like, yeah, there were, there are times where like, where you feel bad for her, but it's also, it's like, you're making the problem yourself. So I don't know. It's like, I'm not thinking too much. It's, my whole thing is I'm entertained by it. You're not entertained by it, which I can understand. I understand people. That, but I, I guess what it is, I went in with very low expectations for this series. And,
1: and those expectations were met.
0: <laughs> um, at times they were, you know, a little better. I, I felt that. And I guess that's why I'm not, it's not bothering me that much
1: all right well, well I, what a world we live in, Joe. Where you, you, uh, an established character that, that I've heard Jack talk about in before the She-Hulk series came in. That you and Jack have been talking about. How great that you're you. You set such low expectations for for a character that you know, and it barely barely makes a ripple over that. It it met the baseline. Really I, is that the is that uh, the world we're dude,
0: in, Joe? I'm just telling you, She-Hulk. If she would have died in the first episode, I wouldn't care. Because I just don't (laughs) care about the character. Now, if you did a series like this with Superman, I'd be very upset. I mean, and I was watching Superman and Lois for a couple of seasons, and then eventually I just turned it off. It went off the rails, yeah. Because it went the same way. Because, like, they were Superman, like, they, you know, at first, when we saw this Superman, I think it's Tyler Hochan and Supergirl, this was the Superman that we thought was more accurate than. Henry Cavill, Superman, because he liked being Superman. He was friendly, hmm. you know, he was jolly. He just was a good person. You know, he was like that. Gee shucks type of Superman character. It wasn't scary. It was like someone that kids would run up to and hug and all that. But when I started watching his series, he's a horrible parent because he lets his kids get away with everything. And he's yes. always apologizing to his kids. <laughs> yes. um, you know, his wife is always, not always but she fights with him a lot and he just will bring her flowers and and it's like yeah they made him too soft you know it's like like his kids like i remember one episode he this guy was going out with this girl he just started going out with and she was ignoring him and he's like i'm gonna tell her that i have superpowers and that you're superman and uh clark's like well you can't do that. and the kid's like why not it's like what a bunch of spoiled kids and like they're all annoyed at the fact that their father's superman it's like oh this sucks you know it's like why would you be annoyed that your father is superman your toxic masculinity really really offends me dad i don't know but anyway i I turned it off because (laughs) but that's the whole thing it's out there right now people who love this crap they can watch it but you know no one's pointing a gun at me that i have to watch it like I would say this year, I I think I've watched Superman, the movie twice, you know? Yeah, me
1: too, actually, yeah. yes.
0: And I've watched a big chunk of Superman too. So it's like, like, you know, as long as those are in my vault, I'm okay. It's the same thing with James Bond. It's like, you can do whatever the hell you want to do with James Bond. I have 25 other James Bond movies I can watch, and probably maybe 10 of them are good ones.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. And I'd still rather watch License to Kill than any of the Daniel Craig
0: films. And I'd still watch License to Kill over any of the Pierce Brosnan ones. Ooh. Let me and again, I know you, well Charlie had sent me uh, this video of like an homage to all the James Bond right. characters, villains. You know those that have played James Bond, the Bond girls, and all that. And it was very good. Who, who was it by? Do you remember? I can't remember that it was some channel.
1: Youtuber, youtuber
0: that I'd follow. Something you, fantasy. You,
1: yeah, you don't put links in your thing, do
0: you? Or Mm, maybe i will I, I i do at times but yeah i okay. could probably put it it's very there. good no it is it's very good and yeah and they're playing license to kill during it and I, that's one of my well mm. maybe not it's an underwrite under undervalued underrated mm. uh and she can song. still
1: belt it out joe as we know Oh yeah
0: but uh yeah, yeah he's I'm, you're not a huge pierce brosnan fan but you're a better pierce brosnan fan than i am
1: oh i Uh, No, I I I think Die Another Day is the worst Bond film ever. But you like GoldenEye, absolutely. And the world is not enough. And tomorrow never dies.
0: So yeah. Oh well, that's where we fall off.
1: (laughs) Well, that's you know, if you're going to put a Roger Moore film above that, then
0: no, I would say I'd probably watch GoldenEye over View to a Kill or View to a Kill. Yeah, I'd watch most things over View to a Kill. But I wouldn't watch it over. Any of the Daniel Craig ones? I'm sorry, even the the crappy ones. <laughs> what? What? All of them? No, not all. Come on, dude. Casino <laughs> Royale was so good. All oh, right, okay. Well,
1: yeah, right. Okay. Skyfall's contrived. Quantum of Solace was, I don't know, needed a plot somewhere in there. Um, Spectre, no idea. Um, and let's let's not talk about No Time oh, to well, Die. All right. Well, but
0: let me get back to Pierce Brosnan.
1: Sorry, are we, are we? We thought we were doing She Hulk, yeah. yeah we'll, port, we'll get there, we're on another going... tangent. We're on another oh, tangent, okay. Right now.
0: All right, this guy is so bad. Pierce Brosnan, he's from Ireland and he doesn't have an Irish accent. What's up with that? Right, tell so, me,
1: so do you want him
0: to have one? If he's from Ireland, he should have an Irish accent. Okay,
1: do you really think Daniel Cray talks like
0: that? I don't care. I mean, have I'm he, just have, saying, listen to Timothy Dalton. Talk? No, I'm, I'm, I'm talking, talk like that. I am talking. So are you saying that when he's home in Ireland, he's got a thick Irish brogue? No, I
1: think he's lost it now, but he, put, he did have it at the time because he was in films like, like Taffin and, and stuff like that. So we know that he did.
0: I don't know. I, I've seen him in several films and I've seen him like where he plays someone from Ireland. He doesn't sound like he's from Ireland. Oh, I hate to break it to you, Joe.
1: I mean, yeah, Pierce is probably, yeah, he's definitely from Ireland.
0: I'm just saying he's not too bright. He's a good-looking guy, but he can't even speak the language. <laughs> he's great in Mamma Mia anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah, sorry. That man. is pure torture.
1: I'll have a guilty pleasure.
0: It's fine. No, no, I'm just saying he's the worst part of that movie. I mean, and there's a lot of worst parts in that movie. But Wow. There are multiple worst parts <laughs> <for
1: me. laughs> Admittedly, his singing is not good.
0: Oh, it's embarrassing
1: as a but man, but it's but it's genuinely like watching a. a some, you 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 expect it, and it becomes a comedy rather than something to be taken seriously.
0: But but the thing is, too, I, I think you have your family where you guys can all cuddle up and watch, mom and me, and have a mm. good time. Yeah, yeah, we do. Meanwhile, I'm suffering through it, you oh. know. And I like the I like the music of Abbott. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. It's, oh. Anyway, it's, a British was gonna,
1: thing. it's a British thing. I it's guess it's a British thing. It probably doesn't translate over to, it's
0: fine. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> now we can start with the episode she <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No, we'll, we'll go quick with it. But the whole thing is that- Thank you. She ends up uh, with Emil Blonsky. She gets notified that his uh, inhibitor, inhibitor? Inhibitor. Can't inhibitor. Thank inhibitor. inhibitor, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Couldn't say it. Is uh, on the fritz and that they have to go (laughs) down that's
1: my phrase oh is it do you wait a minute i didn't know that that existed outside of post you know world World war ii we probably even invented it it. we probably even think we invented
0: it it. i don't know about that i don't think the
1: americans called the germans fritz i uh, yeah that's where it comes from it comes from it's it's a probably not a nice word to describe Germans, I'm sure I'll be cancelled for it. But I mean, no. that's that's the word when you say your TVs. The the the, the most popular. Yeah, a like spelling B. Yeah. Can you give me an example of, of how it's been used? Yes, the TVs on the fritz, as in I can't get a signal or it won't turn on.
0: I mean, I'm just kidding. More than likely, you guys did come up with it. But I mean, no, I did, I've yeah. known that since I was maybe walking for at least a year. You know, okay. I've, I've I've used that word. Well, then then you.
1: And i'm glad it entered your vernacular at an early age lexicon yeah, yeah i'd be like
0: mom this tv's on the press <laughs>
1: <laughs> um sorry i went not interrupt you again right T- tell me yeah
0: no so so they go and they check him out and uh you know jen is a victim of circumstance Her cars get crushed by these uh man bull and the gladiator superhero or whatever And they're all there for like some sort of rehab weekend or whatever the hell they do there. It's like a a very Zen place. Um, And eventually she meets them in the rehab room and and she talks about her feelings. They all talk about their feelings, what they're going through and um, it causes Jen to heal her problem with uh, Josh that he's never texted her back. But I will. There's still a part of me that thinks that she's being set up, that, you know, Blonsky is behind all of this. Number one, you know, why was his inhibitor on the Fritz? I don't buy that it it was because uh, he was trying to save one of his chickens. You know, it's just a weird thing to introduce in there. Well, I mean, I guess they, they had to get her down there, but still, I think something is up. All those guys could be bad guys, too. Although I don't know about Porcupine because he's he seemed to be very soft and cuddly, you know. So maybe if they do turn on her at some point, you know, he might try to help. There might be some of the people that really do like Jen that they want to help her. But I, I have a feeling that he might be the uh the Hulk king, you know, uh Blonsky and that. Wow this is all a setup for her. I, I mean, that's just my thoughts. Uh, that's, we, yeah. That's, um, well. you, you know, it, it's, it, it just seemed too sweet for her. And, and again, I thought she was just, again not too, and also that there's no wifi there. It's like, it just seems something. It seems very fishy to me.
1: Right. You, you think something interesting might start happening then?
0: Yeah, I I think that they might turn against her. Uh, Like, again, they've been talking about getting her blood for a while now. like since one of the episodes. And I guess they're going to try to create another Hulk or different Hulks. I I don't know how that works, though. I mean, again, it's comics. It's their writing. They could do whatever the hell they want to. But uh, that was just my... General consensus on it that I think that the viewer is being fooled as well as Jen is being fooled. That maybe that uh, they're just setting her up to kind of like trust yeah, her, right? And then then they're just gonna slam her at some point.
1: I, I would watch Tim Roth read the phone book. I just think he's I think he's a really good actor, but he's not very well used in this. Oh, I feel bad that he's in this yeah you know,
0: it's like it's he, great I mean, where has he been he was so good and he's right. barely done like he was in uh rest of the our H- dogs H- well the hateful eight was the last thing i remember him being in and It's uh, great
1: in four rooms
0: hey you no know, he's just such a good actor and i just mm. felt like he's been underused remember he was in the planet of the apes the mark uh, Wahlberg Oh
1: gosh, no i think i think part of my brain is just just fired up and gone oh i hope nobody would ever mention that again
0: well he was the best part he was like the the bad ape i don't remember him in that i think he he was like a general or something like that right um but no he's such a great actor and I, i feel like he's wasted in this even just the role that he's playing if it is like say i'm wrong and it's just that he's become like the zen buddhist sort of guy it's just so sad uh i mean i'm glad he's getting paid but there's just so many more things. I wish Quentin would call him up and do a movie with him. because uh, well, There's
1: only one more movie left for Quentin. That's
0: it. I know. And I'm afraid of which one he's going to choose. Uh, wow. I would love it if it was a Marvel movie or a DC movie or a Star Wars movie.
1: In his latest <sighs> podcast, he called. He said Jaws is the best movie ever made. Did he? He did. He said, it's not the best film ever made. It's the best movie ever made. Oh, he, he, differentiates, he differentiates between, you know, the, the genre of, of film as opposed to a movie, a perfect movie. And he just says it's they were they were talking about Piranha oh, uh, on the podcast, um, of which all three of them were in unison and went, this is a great movie. It is. Of the post-Jaws movies, it is. Anyway, sorry, going off on the tangent.
0: No, that's sorry, right. we You've been doing that a lot today. <laughs> we have. We have. I apologize no, I, for
1: years. And no. this is why I only come on every, I don't know, every quarter.
0: Well, it's not like you, you've you been directing the tangents. I, I've been doing a lot of tangents <laughs> myself. Right. But The tangents is over. Like the, the whole round table scene reminded me of Wreck-It Ralph. You see Wreck-It Ralph? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they were probably inspired by it. We move, um, can we can we move on to something more positive uh yeah we're almost done okay. um i think we are done actually but that, that that was my whole point is that i think that she might be set up and uh i, I would hope that that happens although mm. they did make us kind of fall in love with some of those characters because they were nice Either superheroes or villains. Plus, that guy that tried to take the blood from her was in there. You know, it's just very fishy. We'll right, see. Okay. I'm calling it He's the Hulk King, uh, the Abomination. And we'll, well see. The well, view- the viewing
1: figures are in the toilet. So <laughs> nobody's really watching anymore.
0: I'm watching it. And again, Fedra was over and. And Julie yeah, I can imagine Federal and this and oh, that, loved this episode. Oh, she loved that amazing. episode. Like, yeah. like that, that tank that she went into. Hmm. I didn't know what the hell that thing was. I guess it's like some sort of sweat tank where you meditate. She knew what it was instantly. When yeah, I I've, first,
1: been, yeah I've, been in, I've been in a flotation tank
0: before. Oh, oh, well, I don't think it was a flotation tank, but it was like something where you meditate in. But when I first saw that, because I seen the episode before she did, I thought that was a trap. It was kind of like, oh, why don't you just go in there, you know? Yeah,
1: like the, uh, like the elevator in Superman Two,
0: or like in Goodfellas when uh, Robert De Niro is <laughs> trying to get, uh, you know, uh, what's his name, not Jimmy Conway. I always forget his name. Ray his wife to go get some dresses. <laughs> you know, it's like, just go in there, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just just back there, just go in. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. Anyway. So let's move on. So uh and so you've seen all four episodes so what's your opinion we talked about the first three you can kind of say what you felt about the first three and you know are you enjoying it i know you're a big rogue one fan you're a big casting Andor fan so has this lived up to your expectation
1: this is drum roll i've been waiting to say this all day this is the best Disney Plus series.
0: Even better than The Mandalorian. It's better
1: than The Mandalorian. Really? Yeah. I And, and that's not just me because, I, I, you know, I know I've, you've been on my podcast, I've been on yours. Um, I, I basically would say I it's not just because I said, oh, I think Andor is going to be uh, different. I think it's going to be not, it doesn't need to do, you know, a lot of fan service because it, it doesn't. So it can be its own thing. It can go in a different d- direction. It can not have to insert characters here and there. It doesn't have the restri- the, the, the anticipation and the the, the, the weight um, of, you know, a fan service that's needed to. So what they ended up doing is creating a wonderful show. I, 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 and and the, the testament to it, and I know we'll get to the, you know, uh, a little bit more about the episodes, the testament to it i'm watching this episode and then it finishes they they, they finish kind of abruptly and then it finishes and i'm like and, and amanda was next to me and i went no, no 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 don't leave it there don't leave it there and i thought and she went wow okay and i'm like she's there i haven't seen you do that for a show for a long time and you're like well yeah because i'm invested in it I'm invested in the characters i'm invested in the the quality acting, the quality writing and, and just on a final thing, cause I know we'll we'll get into it, but it, you know, the, the sort of podcasts that you and Jack and Federer have been talking about where you, where you have people that go, well, I don't know why they just, they're, they're just born to hate everything that comes out, you know, and you know, that they'll, they'll just rail on it regardless. They won't see any good bits in it. It's always bad. No, no, no. They're pretty universally all on the same page as me. Um, I watched The Critical Drinker this morning and he basically went, yeah, I have to admit it. And it was really, really good. Oh, really? And you're like, yeah. And n- nobody's making, they were making videos beforehand because obviously some of the actors came yeah. out. I know, I know you pointed out on the podcast, some of the actors have come <laughs> out and said, this is about Trump. This is about the current political landscapes, around, anything else. Do you know what? Even after episode four, if they're doing it, then it's very subtle. Because I didn't see it to you well, well yeah but maybe but am i enjoying it 100 percent. do i like the i've always liked the character of cassie Andor since rogue one and so as soon as they said right we're not only going to do a story about his transformation we're also going to st- do a story about the birth of the rebellion joe what's not to like
0: well i will say no i would say for the most part i do like the series uh i think Just the sets, the special effects are amazing.
1: Built sets, can you believe this, Joe? Very little green screen, built sets. Who would have known that 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 realism would work so well?
0: Like the budget for this must have Mm. all went to just making this thing look theatrical. Like this, like this, really could have been a movie at times. Like even like when um, like the imperial officers were meeting in that uh, like that round table room. I was like, this looks so good. It, it, it just looks like they're not fooling around. Like they're, they're being faithful. And not only are they being faithful to like the old movies and everything, but they're creating new things that kind of expand on what things should look like. And I, I just think it looks amazing. There's so many times I'm like, I'll just say, wow, that looks so good. Yeah. So I don't have a problem with that at all um and i would say my biggest problem with the series it does drag at times you know and and part of it has to do with the fact there's so many sub stories in this like you know different side stories because like you know i was watching it episode four and i just was writing down all the different sub stories you got andrew and his rebel crew that he met on that planet so that's one Hmm. you got the imperial officer and she's having a problem with that other uh Imperial officer so mm. that's another one then you have um what else is it uh mom Mothma is now in, been introduced she's mm. going to have a sub story you have the officer that went down uh, that went after Andor. you know in the first uh, couple episodes and he failed that's mm. another sub story and i feel like we're going to see more flashbacks like with andor and his adoptive mother um i just think that there's too much going on and that it's we don't need some of those things in there
1: it reminds me of the um the life of brian monty python where it's like some people are never satisfied well it's just what jesus said you know it's it's one of those it's one of those things you ask for storytelling so you complain that all of this fan service and Darth Vader fights and Leia loving loving the relationship she's got with Obi Wan, yet casually mentioning, "Yeah, I kind of like my dad talked about him in Star Wars." All of that bobbins that they put in that, that, that which is why I refuse to watch it. When you ask for storytelling, um, you get storytelling, and this is what it looks like. This is I am not complaining at the lack of action because I am drinking in the performances and the story. Thank you. Thank you. I, whether this got past Kathleen Kennedy or she got involved in it, I at this point pat yourselves on the back whoever's involved in it. And if it did go through Kathleen Kennedy, how the how the heck did this get through? Yeah.
0: Because
1: because this is, this, is, this, is, this is this is I I'm you know I'm so, I'm so looking forward to it. I'm so impressed with the way uh, the, there's one thing that I don't like about the series and I don't like the, the other, the, the other general, um, the, um, the guy that she requests the, um, the, the, the plans for, and then they have that mediation in this episode. Um, he's called Ben Bailey Smith and he's no known, known over here for being in the Ricky Gervais spin-off series, which is or oh, not spinoff film uh, about David Brent called life on the road. He's he's just not a good actor, and he's not a good actor in this. And I just um, thought you could get so so many other people that that could have done that role. It almost feels like he's just you it, know it, reading his lines off the back of a cigarette packet.
0: Is he like the older white guy? No, 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 so, he, no. He's great. He,
1: That's Anton Lesser. He's he Anton Lesser is incredible.
0: So is he? Is he the black he's the, guy?
1: He's the black guy. Yeah.
0: Well, I liked him. I, you know, oh, I,
1: he's I, just his range. But this is the whole thing, though. Nothing
0: there. This is the first time I'm seeing him, and I think that maybe, you know, that's an issue that you might have is that you know him from yeah, weaker state. stuff that yeah, he's yeah. done.
1: I get that. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's possible, but I but still in, you I, can't
1: look at this performance and think that's that's a solid performance. It no, looks like I, he's really nervous. Like I, he's just walked onto the set and been given I, the lines.
0: I don't feel that way. I, and that's what I was going to talk about, too, is the diversity in this series, I think, is great. It's handled well. You, you know, like, it doesn't feel forced. Like, where, I, again, I don't know if you saw any of Obi-Wan. You, right. Did you see any? You didn't see, you know, that, that character, Reba. Uh, well,
1: I heard about the controversy that, that they do the same thing with every series. They set it up before an episode's even done and then say, if the fans don't like this, it's because they're all racist. Yeah, they 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 did that with Obi Wan. So I am I I don't need it's not for me.
0: No, but what they did is they they elevated her like their whole idea was to introduce her in the middle of the series, not to make her the star of the character. But there you can tell their goal was to make a spin-off series with this character and that she was going to be bad. But because you know, and I feel because of her gender and her race, they had to make it that she was going to be redeemed to become a hero at the end. And again, she was going to get her spin off character, but they made her too perfect. They did not make her look like one of the uh, Inquisitors where they could have applied makeup. And, you know, like you said, it's like a, we had a complaint that, well, we don't like the characters. Like, well, then you're racist, you know? I mean, there yeah. were some actual racists that did say some derogatory terms that they probably, you know, they definitely should not have said. They're just idiots and who knows if they're kids or whatever, but they're, they're just stupid. And you, you shouldn't say that, but you don't what Disney does that's wrong is that they'll focus on them and then they're like, look at what was said, what kind of world do we live in? Yeah. And then like, they try to make them out to be like uh, spiritual um, caregivers of, you know, this person and that we're defending her because we are, we are not racist. But our problem was again, that they were, they were pushing diversity and inclusiveness in Obi-Wan, but it just didn't work because it was forced. It it was like, she, they, they did not want her to be like the other characters that she was with. They wanted her to stand out, you know, like where again, she, she did not wear makeup. Um, she looked like she was very humanoid and none of the inquisitors were humanoid. They were all like pale and they had red eyes or whatever the hell. Um, but they did not want to hide, you know, her race or her gender. And she just looked like somebody that you would see walking down the street uh you know some block in america and it it just didn't work this doesn't feel like that and or feels like when whenever you you meet you know a person of color or someone of of uh you know a different gender it just feels like they fit in there i mean i i Absolutely. i i feel for all the characters um again nothing feels forced in it at all and yeah they, and, and i wish that they can learn something from this by watching it. And and again, I what's, what's the name of that character? Um, what'd you, what is it I, I I might be getting is it she's uh she's deidre Mire. Oh, Denise um, Koff. Yeah. 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 And
1: she's great. She's it's, it's a great it's a great performance.
0: No, she is she, she is pretty good. Hmm. Was she the one that uh, was the one saying that? Yeah, she, no, she did say that. You know, since I have to deal with the fact that I'm rising in the empire and I'm a woman, and that's holding me back. My gender is holding me back. They did address that, but they addressed it properly. You know, yes. I felt like
1: uh, like like they did Joe in Rogue One uh, six years ago when Rogue One was uh, with, came out. You know, there's look at look at the makeup at Rogue One. It's just a good story. I know we disagree on that. I know you don't like it in the same way that I do. And and, but that's that's when you're not when it all works and you're not being gone being dragged, you know, metaphorically, you know, to it and say, look, look at this, like this, like what like what our message is. When it's just done and you put diversity in there and everyone has a particular role, look at rogue one. Anybody that walks into rogue one knows what the ending is, they all die. Yeah, right. You 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 must know that as a Star Wars as a Star Wars fan, even a cursory Star Wars fan, they all die because that's what has to happen. Great, but it's made up of all of these people. Bodhi, I know I I do like Bodie Rook. I think it's a good character in the film. He's he he's got his part to play. You know, Diego Luna, he's got his part to play. Cassian Andor, Jinnah. So she's got everyone's got their role to play, and it's just so well done. And you don't notice. Wait a minute. The only white guys here are the people that came in the, in, in in the transport with them. They're actually the soldiers, and you're like, I did, it, didn't even. Well, no, you just like, so, you know, it's not like, you suddenly go, well, I, I don't think there's much representation in there. I didn't bother me because the story was good, and they weren't ramming it down your throat. And it works. Do you I mean, not I think didn't. the same? Do you not think the same as me that somewhere, where a whiteboard three years or two years ago where they wrote Andor on it and said, right. So how are we going to make a good series? Well, I don't know what, what, what worked in star Wars? Well, we we built our own sets. We wrote a good story. We had loads of Brits in there with different accents. We had Scottish people. We had all sorts of things, you know, we had, you know, uh, okay, well, let's start with those bullet points, shall we? And let's start building from there. If it ain't broke, no need to fix it.
0: Just use it again. Yeah, I, I do feel, I strongly feel that the Empire should be represented by the British because uh, it <laughs> seems like, well, it seems like they were. Oh, you're me tea in the harbor again, Joe.
1: Is it really?
0: No, but I just think from the original trilogy, it seems like Yeah, yeah, if yeah the majority, if not all of them were, were British. I mean, even James Earl Jones with his voice for Darth Vader, I thought he was British back then. You know, right. I had no idea he was an American actor. Uh, I had no idea he was a black actor, you know, when I, when I had seen him. Hmm. But again, he fits perfectly, um, you know, and he was chosen, you know, not because of, you know, his his race or his gender is because he was the best. He yeah. had the best voice for that character. And, and again, I, I don't have much complaints about the series other than the fact Uh, All right, here's another one. You know I don't like Cassian Andor. I I just think Diego Luna is boring. He's just so (sighs) boring. No, no, not as an actor. I think he's a very good actor. But I I just think when he plays Cassian Andor, he's just very refined, um, emotionless, quiet. But you know what? I I was talking to Dan about this. I think he would have made a good Obi-Wan. Because that's what Obi Wan should have been. And I think Ewan McGregor ruined the character of Obi Wan oh, by yeah. being so emotional, yeah. screaming his lines. And if you look at Alec Guinness in the original trilogy, that was not Obi Wan. Exactly.
1: You were the chosen one. Could oh,
0: you imagine Lord. Alec? Lord. Can you imagine Alec Guinness saying that? No, definitely not. You know, because he's, he's got class. And I think that, like, I, I can picture diego luna you know in in this way the way he is casting the way he's playing cassian fighting anakin and him just saying stuff to him quietly calmly you know showing that he represents the you know the the more rational side of the force you know the unemotional side of the force Hmm. and i think it would have worked i i really do i i think that you know That's why it made me realize why I don't like Ewan McGregor as, as Obi-Wan because he is not Obi-Wan. Alec Guinness is Obi-Wan. You know, if you're a Jedi, you should be in control of your emotions all the time Mm. because at that point, why didn't he just turn to the dark side if he was displaying so much anger and despair and all that? Uh, Anyway, another tangent, but I, Mm. I just feel like he's, and then I pictured, suppose Harrison Ford, a young Harrison Ford, was Cassie Andor. I think that would have been more interesting because, like, what his character, and I won't say Diego Luna, I'll say his character. His character lacks charisma. You know, it's, you know, he, he's just But it's not like exciting. the silent
1: assassin. It's like... I
0: guess he is, but it's... Know,
1: he's, a, he's just, yeah, that's... Not everyone can be Harrison Ford. Not everyone... You know, it's like school playground in the seventies. Not everyone I, can be can be band solo. You know, somebody has to be. Uh, but sometimes be it works.
0: Character? Sometimes it works. Sometimes, like like John Wick, he's kind of like that. Like where he's very quiet, hmm. he's very refined, but we all love him. But I just don't like Cassie Nandor. I just feel like he's just a boring character. Anyway, you know. Hmm. Uh, but I but I do like the series. I I, I like where it's going and and I. But like I said, it drags at times. I wish they would kind of speed it up a bit, Um, but maybe they will. It's 12 episodes, uh, so we've got four. So we have some time yet. And then the
1: next series is going to be three episodes for every year of his life. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, I I probably
0: read that and I just didn't care.
1: Which strikes me as as odd because you know me, Joe. I'm always one of the dates, times, Mm -hmm. years kind of guy. When he, when his character dies in Rogue One, he's 26. Okay. So work it back. What is he supposed to be? 20?
0: 20? 21? Yeah, I mean, I could see him. You know, I mean, he's a young looking guy. Mm.
1: I just think he's a complex. Look at the start of Rogue Let's go to the start of Rogue One. Oh, it starts to tell him about the plans to the Death Star. It leaves that guy for dead. Basically, shoots a stormtrooper, leaves the guy for dead. What have you done? I can't get out because he's, um, he's disabled. He's got, he's got physical handicap. So Diego Luna goes, well, fine. You can be the fool guy. I've got what I need. And he's gone. He's ruthless. I'm loving seeing coming from that, that position to where he ends up there. We are going to have so much fun with this character. uh,
0: But I'm telling you right now, that would have worked if it was Arnold Schwarzenegger that did that. Like the Terminator. He just what? coldly looked at him and he killed him. He's just like too soft. Oh. I think Cass. I'm sorry. Soft I don't buy him on my team. I don't. <laughs> He's just so boring. <laughs> I don't like him at all. You know, I just don't like the character. Just not his fan is.
1: look. His his skills, as they pointed out, are stealing and sabotaging. So uh, you know that's what that's what he does. Not necessarily uh, fighting as such. It's subterfuge. It's intelligence. Uh, which is why he ends up in the intelligence.
0: You're not going to win me over. You might win, win over. the, series, some of the no, I, don't, I don't need
1: to joke. The series will win you over. Yeah. I no, think it like, will just keep getting better. I I'm enjoying better. the
0: series and, you know, and I think he's better in this than he was in rogue one, you know, but he's still kind of like to the side of his own series, you know, hmm. like he even said that he felt it was wrong for them to call the series. Andor. I agree with him, you know, because there's so many other characters in this and, he does have very little screen time. Like who? Who's? I I don't have his name. That guy, Scarisgard from Thor. Stephen
1: Scar from Mamma yeah.
0: Mia. Oh yeah, Mamma Mia. A deep
1: blue sea. Yes.
0: Um. No, I like his character. I thought yeah, we'd be getting good. too. I thought we'd be getting too much of him in the MCU, but uh, I like him. He he does a good job. Purpose direction.
1: Character. He's got. He's. Can you believe it? There's a there's a there's an old white guy that's that's directing everything and is, you know, doing all of this. Again, you, you don't mention it. it's just a good character. Yeah, you know, the, I mean Anton Lesser, who plays the the overall leader in the Empire. Come on, man! He that was just a great hit. Mm. The, as soon as he starts talking, hits the ground running.
0: Oh yeah, no, and again, I don't know of that actor, but I oh he's in Game good. of
1: Thrones. Over here, he's in The Crown. He's in Wolf Holt. Wolf Wolf Hall. It uh, was in Poldark. Um, yeah, he's just a he's just a character actor.
0: Okay, like here
1: Shakespearean.
0: Here is remember if you listened to the previous episodes, I said the first three episodes, as far as my woke meter went, it was 0.0, 0. Okay, this is where my woke mine didn't meter go went up. off.
1: Mine, did, well, mine didn't
0: go up so much. Mine did. It went up to okay. at least a three. All right in this episode, out of what five or ten? Uh, out of ten. Oh, that's not, that's not too bad then. My Ma mathma. So see,
1: I watched this. I you and I had a conversation about this, and I watched that through the prism of what you'd said,
0: and I didn't see it. Well, first of all, I mean, are you familiar with the politician Nancy Pelosi? Over yes. In oh England? yes. Oh yes. So um. I'm trying to think, well, you know, it's like, again, I, I should know this. Uh, what is she? I, I I think she's the head of the house. I'm probably going to get bland blasted if I'm wrong, but I, I, I think she might be the head of the house of representatives. Um, she's, you know, I, I guess you could call her like a divisive political. Uh, she doesn't
1: make an awful lot of sense from what we can see over here. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. She rambles a lot.
0: Most politicians are idiots, you know, and and they're in it for themselves. And like they'll say they're in it for the people as long as you vote for them. And once you vote for them, they're like, we'll see you in another four years. And then they do whatever the hell they want. It's like they don't have to keep any of their promises. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that goes for both sides. It's like, I'm not saying it's like, oh, you know, I mean, I'm conservative. I disagree. No, they're all like that. I mean, and it's just like you kind of, when you vote, you hope you get somebody that doesn't mess things up too much or you know does a little of what your what your values are hmm. like but, well yeah i mean i'm not going to endorse him right now but, yeah. uh, oh, well uh, i love him. i, I know nothing, you love him. i've
1: got nothing to lose and you can complain all you like <laughs> i don't get a vote i love him.
0: all right um, just
1: lost i've just i'm just that that sound you hear joe is is uh, half the listenership just going you right.
0: might might have you know sorry but, no, come uh, back come back we're all friends here you know <laughs> um but what was i saying that no but her whole thing it, it's kind of like you see like a lot of her personality is just weird like during covid she uh it's like cnn like or it might not have been cnn but the press uh, is very left-leaning and like they will defend the democrats uh the politicians you know, and Someone had visited her during COVID, and she had this like twenty thousand refriger twenty thousand dollar refrigerator, uh, like a like a deep freeze freezer and all that, and it was stacked with like really expensive ice cream in there.
1: Right. You
0: know, meanwhile everybody was having a problem just getting food at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of like let uh, them
1: cake, Joe.
0: Marie Anto- Antoinette. Yeah. 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 It's similar to that, you know, and then she was telling people that, you know, you have to wear masks and you really can't leave your house. And then she was caught on video getting her hair done at a beauty salon. Oh, no, I remember that. No yes. mask. You know, yes. she, she, she's, she's very hypocritical. Um, and, uh, you know, like, like during, I'm one of uh, Trump's State of the Union's Maybe all of them. She just was not having it with Trump. Like she would sit down. She wouldn't stand up when the other politicians were applauding. I guess they all do that, but it just was like, it's like, can't we just agree on something? Like if he does something good and I'm not saying he did everything good, but if he did like one thing good, can't you just like give him a pat on the back Uh, or, or vice versa? You know, like if Pelosi does something good. Trump should give her a pat on the back and all that, you know, we just it'd be nice if they're working for the people and not their mm. parties. Mm. Again, I don't want to get too political, but, um, but she, she does, they, they did change the look of, of my Mothma. And she does look a little bit more like Pelosi. Like her hair has kind of got a part in it now. And, you know, the, uh, I looked this up, the, the guy, uh, Gilroy, I think James Gilroy. Maybe it's not James, but he had said that that's who he modeled Mon Mothma right. after. Okay, um, he says uh, she's sort of a Nancy Pelosi character, isn't she? She's kind of trying to do good or whatever she's trying to do, and she's losing. Um, she's a powerful presence in the Senate, but she's facing defeat after defeat as the Empire is taking over there. Uh, again, she's a very divisive character. Uh, and, and we
1: always have we always this, this is exactly what you said we always have mom mothra from rogue one we have mom mothra from the the prequels we have the original you know obviously the character played by somebody different you know we, we've got this character so you can do what you know fine. i know but, but you can what mess i'm trying around to say with over here but we've got this one
0: but my point is like they're, they're trying to uh you know for her to uh what's the word i'm looking for uh, channel Nancy Pelosi in her performance, this this actress or the character, and I, I think it's wrong. I, I think it's just as wrong as if they created a character like Trump to um, be somebody as as a leader for the rebellion. It, it would just piss people off, um, and you don't want to do that. You want everybody to enjoy it. But but my problem gets even deeper when. That Skarsgård. What's his name? Thomas Yeah, so he's like pretending to be an art dealer, and he's like, "Oh, I have a present for your husband," and uh, and she's like, "Oh, that's great." And then we meet the husband later, and he's setting up the dinner table because he's uh, ha- you know going to have a party that he hasn't told her about. Then they have a little fight. And he's basically saying that I'm inviting people from the empire just because I like them and I can do whatever I want to do, you really? know, and so forth. And, and she's like, but how could you do this without even talking to me? What I don't like is like they reverse the roles where it's kind really, I didn't see it that way. What do you, what didn't you see? Well, my whole thing is that, and you know, I'll probably get heat for this, but it seems like he was like the house husband you know, like he was the housewife where she's bringing him a present, like where they're just basically Oh like, man,
1: I, no, I, I we, we don't, and, and then at the end, a lot of things, but, and, and then at the, the end, that.
0: she, you know, she's like, you know, after they have their little fight and he goes, well, you know what, I'm going to hang out here at the fun side of the table. You yes. Know, or, you know, and you can hang out your side. And then he goes, Oh, well, where's my present? She goes, it's going back in the morning. You know, it's something that we would have seen, in the 50s like with i love lucy like lucy would do something and ricky would get pissed off and he was like you know what Lucy? this is going back in the morning and she <laughs> was like no ricky how could you do this to me um and i just don't like that you know that it's uh, it they, tur- turned me off
1: no they pretty much acted like any any couple that i've seen that that you know after the seven year rich and all this sort of thing it's kind of like well, he's in a position where she she is the one that has the most adulation. She has worked her way up. She's she's got there in. And, you know, he's he has to always play second fiddle to that. He'll never be as good. But he's trying to call all these people to try and get get in with them. And he's not taking her feelings into consideration. At all. But, I, but, I just but, but you're do... right, when he says, Oh, you sit at the boring end of the that's why I put you at the boring end of the table. And you're kind of like, Well, it's just married life it's just just how things are going i didn't i didn't read anything into that that he's he's lesser and that the house husband he's got nothing else to do I, well, but, yeah, but but, but, uh, but there's just caught all these people and to have all these dinner parties and stuff and i know you're right it's probably like a role reversal of the, the you know the woman going oh i've arranged for some people to come around and and you kind of like and the guy goes well i wasn't told about it I mean, even the little asides where he goes, well, it was in the calendar, you know, that's the fact you didn't read it, is, you know, nothing to do with me, but that's relationships.
0: Maybe I'm old school. That's the whole thing. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, no, there were definitely, I mean, and I definitely know. I've
1: done that with Amanda. It, 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 there's no, there's no power thing. With well, you've you,
0: you you've had a yeah. dinner party and you didn't tell Amanda when she was going home. Before. No,
1: but you, you you can communicate in that way whereby you're, you're trying to, and it does happen. You know, it just doesn't happen all the time, but, but it rarely happens. But when you're in that sort of mood and you're trying to point score, well, it was in the, you know, it was in the diary. We should have arranged a babysitter. Have you not had that conversation? You know, and you can get like that. So we don't do it. We don't do it all the time at all. It's just sometimes it does happen. And I guess you just see a slice of the mom mothman life. There is this inequality where he feels like he isn't equal because he isn't because she's risen to this this power. I love the the whole resistance thing and going into the back room and you know keeping the driver the driver busy while they do this sort of you know, World War II French-style resistance subterfuge, and, you know, uh, and tried to do it. I, I, I didn't really see it. My woke meter barely went off.
0: Oh, it went off for me. I, again, I kind of pictured that that guy just stayed home all day, eating bonbons, bringing the French poodle to the, the poodle salon, you know, just didn't have much of a life other than maybe to make a and, H- and H- house not, husband joke. Yeah. It's a house husband. And again, I do know house husbands and I, you know what? And and I'm going to get a lot of heat for this. I wouldn't mind being one. Yeah. If I I could just stay home, watch TV, Mm. you know, I'd work on the the podcast. I'd
1: just, I'd make it look my, uh, yeah. Loads of things I'd do, but yeah.
0: Um, But that, that was my only real complaint is that I, I, know i i I don't want them to politicize the character of mom mothma uh i mean i know she's a political character but what we've seen you know we've seen her in rogue one and we've seen her in uh return the jedi and she's kind of an inspirational character and she was
1: in um, episode three as well
0: yes oh yeah you're right she was in revenge of the Sith. um I just don't want them to ruin the character. We'll see next week what happens. We'll
1: see. I mean, I'm I'm still, as I say, I still think it's the best series that Disney plus have done.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I I still like the Mandalorian, but, um, Oh yeah. I love that, but it's best. This is better. I do look forward to watching it every week, you know, it's Mm. and I think that's important. Yeah. uh, Cause I, 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 I can't think of another series where, see, for me, the boys was like that. I couldn't wait until yeah. Friday came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like I was like almost counting the hours. And Disney never had anything like that, you right. know. Nothing to uh,
1: nothing to spark the imagination.
0: I wouldn't say Andor is that for me, but it's close. You know, it's still, like yeah. it's it's Tuesday, and I'm like oh.
1: I like, again, I like some of the callbacks. Because one of the things that I wrote down is that when Stalin Skarsgård is talking to him about rising up and, you know, doing your duty and you have a chance to make a name for yourself, I can drop you off somewhere if you want. Or you can actually do something with your life and you can, you know, rebel against it. When he gets to the ragtag Rogue One-esque group that, that, that he's got to work with, I don't know if you remember, Jin Erso makes a speech in Rogue One where she goes, make 10 men feel like a, like a hundred you know, fight in that sort of way, you know, make, make amplify your, you know, what you can do by planting bombs in the right place and make it feel like, you know, there are many more of you than there actually are.
0: Yeah. I remember that. And it was in the trailer and I didn't like it.
1: Yeah. I, 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 I did, but it almost feels like a callback when he's with this group. It's like, we need to make ourselves better than we are. We need, need to have more of a, of an impact. So I can't wait to look like, to, to see how they, um, execute the, the the plan to steal the and, empire's empire's uh gold or payroll sorry
0: and, and like i like i said last week i just think that some of it is just natural smart writing like where they reported the death of those two policemen and like the captain's like you know well, they were probably drunk they're a bunch of dirtbags anyway <laughs> let's just let it go <laughs> You know, it's like, yeah. but sir, should we really do that? It's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that was great. I, I never imagined to see writing like that in a a Disney Plus show. Yeah. So I'll give that person a pat on the back. Whoever wrote that, you know. Uh, uh, I, I I hope it's good. It, it, you know that it it gets more interesting and and I and I'm happy to that. Again, all the negative things that we heard from a lot of right-leaning sites is it, not really coming to fruition, you know. It, it's, well,
1: but it's not even noticed. It. I'm just looking up on Rotten Tomatoes here. Ninety percent cricket, cricket, crickets, critics. Um, eighty-one um, oh, percent audience score. Oh, that's good. Whereas, She-Hulk, eighty-seven percent. Lord, of course, the critics, oh, critics. Can't say anything against it.
0: 36 percent no i'm one of those 36 percent i guess no you're
1: one of the others well yeah actually no yeah yeah you're right um obi-wan that what just for completion 82 percent. 64 yeah uh, i feel like um like the producers i think we've got a hit mr de blasio
0: well what's a mandalorian oh uh Man, man, Mando. Yeah, I'll talk while you're doing it, and I'm talking, and I'm waiting for Charlie. That's no, fine. That's all right. No, no. <laughs> uh, 93,
1: no. 90,
0: Ninety-three, 92 See, that's great. i See, I agree with that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, don't, and, I,
0: I just prefer this. And we're very early in the stages of this series, too. It, it mm. could get higher. It can get it lower. Bump up.
1: Not, not uh, any more extra scenes. Can I just point out one of the things? When I um, I love the old style, love, love, love the old style um graphics on all the electronic equipment,
0: yeah. I agree, um, yeah. That's, and I, I remember yep.
1: saying this to you when um, Amanda took me to the electric cinema in Birmingham, which is a beautiful old cinema to see solo, and we're all there on couches, and it's great. And the guy from Blind, uh, the special effects department based in London said. Oh, we did all the, you know, the stuff for Star Wars, and we've we've done all of this, and they showed how they put how they put them together, and it's just fascinating. And I did look up and see whether or not they did the same on this series, and unfortunately, they don't. But then they have been working on Top Gun Maverick, so you know, they're they're, they're, they're still very influential. But I love those old style, you know, and it's like when I go back and watch Alien, and I love you know the, all the all the old graphics that they could just. Blade Runner stuff like that. Just, yeah, it, I don't need all that fancy stuff. I just need those vector graphics. You know, very simple. Uh, love it, love it. All right. So, oh, there was one other thing. So we, are, I need a fifty p bet with you. Okay, okay. We are going to see probably in season in season two. K two s o. Is that the bet? No, 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 no. The voice of K2SO, is it going no. to be... Wait a minute. No, because we know that they, it's an a reprogrammed Imperial droid. They obviously put some personality in there. Mm. Is it the B2EMO, his his childhood robot or whatever, his robot, Yeah. or is it Stan and ship, the voice from there? Because both of those sound like K2SO, and both of them kind of talk like that.
0: Well, I'll say um, no. I know he's going to be in season two, Kate. Kate Upesco, which I was kind of surprised he wasn't in season one, but it's fine that he's not. Yeah, um, but I, I, I wasn't at first. I was like, you guys are crazy that not to include him. Mm. But yeah, good for you because so far you're doing good without him. Yeah. Um, I will, I will take that bit, Charlie. Okay.
1: So you, you because I'm making it. You, which one do you pick? It's one of those. None of the
0: above. How about that wa- one?
1: Okay, so I get both of them, and you yeah, say you can have, something else. You can have both of them. 50p, which is now equivalent in the exchange rate, about 50 cents. So it's fine. What do you call 50 cents? Is it a nickel, or is that 25?
0: It's two 25-cent pieces.
1: Two. You don't have a, a name for a 50-cent piece?
0: You There is a 50-cent piece, but it's very rare. What? It, usually, yeah. Do you count
1: well, everything in 25?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you know. All right, let me explain this. It's like no, we don't. First of all, the, the fifty cent piece is is too big to carry around. You know, so well, you have it like you need a backpack. I mean, it's a coin. What do you want me to tell you? I mean, I'm just following. Do you, the do you just
1: have ten cent? Do you have a ten cent piece? No. I yeah, see? we have
0: we have a penny. We have a nickel. We have a right. dime. We have a quarter. What's a dime? You know? A dime is ten cents. Right and for some reason it's smaller than the nickel i don't understand okay you know um but no again my mother is here and she buys everything in cash which drives me crazy oh <laughs> shit know? i
1: love i love you mom cash is king keep cash going yeah
0: uh, oh yeah yeah i love you mom um but uh yeah so no we we don't carry 50% pieces we don't carry silver dollars with us you know like well again we use mostly debit cards but um, but if there is cash it's like dollar bills $5 $10 $20 you know all about the Benjamins all about the Benjamins yep <laughs> you know and uh, yeah I love those Benjamins Oh, I miss the 90s yeah anyway so, yes there we go anything else uh, going once uh, wait 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 going twice that's about it. Done for the third time. All right, so let's wrap this one up so Charlie can... I I, I did have one. All right. You you were like the
1: kid in (laughs) school. Like, it's Friday. I didn't plan it. Honestly, I've just read it because it was obscured. The microphone was obscuring my notes. Did you notice in, uh, geek fans, did you notice in the sales room, Stellan Skarsgård, in the in the actual sales room, not the back, the Star Killer armor from Force Unleashed was in there.
0: No, and I didn't care.
1: And in the back, there was a Mandalorian chest armor. I,
0: best, car, best car armor. Oh, another are. one. Sorry, didn't care. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Well, no, you can I am mean, sure you
1: can go and edit that out. It's
0: fine. No, 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 no. I'll keep it in. No, I'm sure there are some people that do care, but I'm just saying I didn't care. You know.
1: I can't wait season episode five bring it on
0: like if you would have said did you notice that r2d2 passed yes, that by was, yeah
1: <laughs> and i was going to go i was going to talk about that because i was going to say if you were going to infiltrate the rebellion wouldn't you just reprogram an r2 unit to make it look like r2d2 would that be really easy because he they're not and i was everywhere he, he, no, he was there he, the that actual wasn't r2d2 it was an r2 unit oh, an r2 unit okay
0: yeah that's the same yeah I, uh, why don't no, you just I...
1: reprogram r2d2 and send him back into the rebellion
0: well, I said last week when I, I saw Star Wars, it's like, why didn't they just take the the plans for the Death Star out of R two once they were at uh, at uh, Obi wans apartment since he was working <laughs> and ribbing, just leave them there for scrap? <laughs> yeah. Well, not use them for scrap. Yeah, actually, they could have sold them for a ticket to get out of there. It's like, <laughs> said, like why more would we
1: roof, have the spin on Star Wars? It's like,
0: yeah. I mean, both of them, sell them <laughs> both, you know, and then it's like, well, I guess we can go back and buy them now that we're rich and that okay. uh, evil empire is not bothering <laughs> us anymore what, uh, a dark,
1: what a dark what a dark ending to the podcast we just rewritten Star Wars to uh, for, uh, for, for, a, for a completely different audience so anyway
0: alright so let's wrap this up so Charlie can you tell everyone where they can find you
1: absolutely you can find it so type in rusted junk podcast into Facebook and you will instantly hit our page which hasn't been done for quite a while but you can message us on there um, we are creating a website, um, so you can get to us on. Oh, I should know because I've been just been designing the website. Um, uh, we did have an email address, anyway. You can just you can just get us on um, on Facebook Messenger. Again, we've just started. We've done lots of films now. Uh, Joe, if you love Joe, which of course you do, because you're tuning into this, then you can go back and you can see the episodes at Joe Red. Joe helped me out over the summer. We did a lot of what if podcasts. Uh, which I know he's discussed some of those on the show, but obviously it's me and him talking about it, which means tangents away, as they say. We barely kept on target.
0: Yeah, let's know. address. A, a, I can, I'm going to bring in a tangent to this oh. whole butter on bread crap. So, well, like,
1: can, over, well, wait a minute. Nobody would know what you're talking about.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, but that's the whole thing. These poor
1: it, listeners are going, do you know what? You've been yakking on for two hours now and well, now sometimes. they're going kind to of finish with with all right okay fine because i can oh, a lot of people justi- like your... i can justify my corner okay oh, no so that's fine a, a lot explain, of people like explain your, it
0: a lot of people like your voice charlie yeah, and uh they'll well, that's listen very, to you that's very
1: kind that's very kind
0: they'll listen to you reading the dictionary Oh, yeah.
1: that's that's you actually got feedback like that i did yeah did you huh?
0: well, they, well not specifically reading the dictionary <laughs> but well, they no, like but your I've voice. Got, oh, I've
1: got a I've no, big, big head now. Explain the situation, and I'll explain why I'm right.
0: No, no, the situation. I forget what we were talking about, but <laughs> uh, you know, over in England, cheese whiz. What none of the cheese whiz was it? The
1: cheese whiz stuff. was cheese whiz, and then you go. Well, if you make a cheese sandwich, you wouldn't use cheese whiz, and then we got on to other elements of the sandwich which are controversial yeah no take, we don't take it
0: away joe oh uh, i would say 90 percent of this country does not use butter on their bread when they're making sandwiches like if you're making like a, a bologna sandwich you don't put butter on there what's or-
1: that it's it is the most driest thing in the world then the whole point of butter is to not only enhance the sandwich but it's also to make it easier to to digest because it's smoother. Otherwise, you're putting relatively dry thing on relatively dry thing. You might as well be eating sand. It's it, it, there's no there's no there's no I hate this term and I know people are gonna cringe on it, but there's no moistness in the sandwich without the butter.
0: Do you have any ninety percent
1: ninety percent of Americans? You honestly think
0: I and it's probably higher. What? Um uh, No, I'm just saying, do you have any glasses where you live? Glasses of what? Like tumblers? If you want to call them that. You know, (laughs) where you pour liquids in? Yes. Do you not use that to wash it down? Remember in Pulp Fiction?
1: With the (laughs) tasty beverage, yes.
0: There was no butter on his big kahuna burger. And he said, can I have that tasty beverage to wash this down? Right. You don't need
1: butter on a burger oh so now you have all these rules because it's packed with loads of stuff in there already it's got burger sauce it's got lettuce it's got tomato it's it's you know it is moist central sorry i know i mentioned that word again i will not use it again but there's no better way to describe it a burger doesn't need butter a sandwich needs butter and in fact when you're making a burger yourself you do put a bit of butter on it still but you don't need it But what I'm saying is, how can you make a sandwich without butter? Do you know what? Sometimes, Joe, in our conversations, I do love our American brothers and I do feel like brothers over there. But I tell you what, chucking the tea into the harbor that time, we had a lucky escape because we would never have had, we'd never have gone for dry sandwiches. Ever. (laughs) And and you would never have had them because you would you would you would have sandwiches with butter in.
0: I think the butter industry is like Man, we got a bunch of suckers over in England. It's like they put butter in everything, everything. I, I don't even have butter in my place, like in my refrigerator. Do you, yeah? So, what do you do with butter? Is it like, is it cold when you? Oh, use no, I have
1: two forms. You have, so we have butter, margarine, and spread. Spread is usually like low fat, really low fat. Butter's high fat. Margarine is kind of like, you don't really have margarine anymore. It's more like spread and, and something else. But I, I I, I said this on the other podcast, so I do need to say it here. I'm not taking culinary direction from a, the land of the free, home of the brave, uh, that has invented squirty cheese in a can. No way. <laughs> no way. We have cheddar. I've seen how cheese is produced, and it is an art form. It <laughs> is not. E numbers stuffed into stuffed into a thing with with a bit of CO two in it.
0: No, but, but did you ever try it? Have you tried cheese whiz? Yes, I have. So you, it's just not your thing. It's
1: disgusting. It's like having a cream squirty cream sandwich. It's just it, it evaporates into the bread. What? What? Well,
0: anyway. you know, we don't put cheese whiz on a bread on bread. We put them on a cracker.
1: Ugh. That poor cracker. What did it ever do to deserve that untimely end?
0: It's nice. It could and have had soft. a nice.
1: It could have had pickle on it. It could have had cheese. It could have had a, a nice ending to its life. And instead, the last thing it hears is
0: as you squirt this thing onto it. And I don't <laughs> even know if it's made of real cheese. <laughs> <That> spoiler, <laughs> but event, I'm okay. It isn't. You know, it's like a, I'll have combos, and there's cheese in that. And do you have combos over there? What? What, to, to like, tell
1: me what one is and I'll tell you if you've got it.
0: It's like a, a, a very small mini pretzel, but there's cheese in the middle of it. No. You don't have that? No. Oh, you're, you're missing out, pal. Is that
1: like a stuffed crust pizza thing where you put the cheese no, in like the middle?
0: No, it? it, it's like very small. It's like an inch big. Yeah. And it's a cracker or a pretzel. And then it's filled with cheese in the middle. And sometimes it's like pizza flavored nacho flavored and you know it comes in the bag and you just eat them it's uh
1: oh you, you're not weird i do love you
0: but well no no I if you can. come down here you know you can try oh i I, I, I do I,
1: I, i'm one of the very few people that likes lucky charms god knows why because that's the most horrific breakfast cereal in most people's eyes over here
0: there's a um, reason why we don't have it <laughs> he may be related to you he's from uh <laughs> from ireland
1: only to my lucky charms <laughs> yeah well that's I again I, the I, accent
0: <laughs> You're after me lucky like charm.
1: No, look at that. Somebody had to do it. I can't. I'm not going to do it.
0: I'd get myself in trouble.
1: Cultural appropriation, joke
0: So, yeah, no, yes, I know. We, I'm okay if you do that. Though. Um, <laughs> all right. So, so did you get? Did, did, did you say goodbye?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, I forgot. Thanks. Thanks for being on this crazy ride, listeners. Normal service <laughs> will be resumed. I'll see you again in three months. Well, oh, I'll yeah. just, well, I'll just Thank say you. my Cheerio. thing. I,
0: all right. Uh, You can email me at joe at wdwnt.com or send me a friend request on Facebook and check out WDW News Today, Disneyland News Today, as well as Universal Parks News Today for your Disney and Universal News. And finally, if you like our show and enjoy other WDWNT podcasts and like to become a Patreon supporter, please visit the WDWNT Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash WDWNT, WDWNT. And with that, this will be the end of episode... Nope. This will be the end of WGWNt Nerd Alert, Season 8, Episode 43. So until next time, see you. Bye. See ya.
1: Cheerio.